If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. That's right. That's right. Now, y'all know there was no way in hell or in this case in heaven that we was going to let this week go by without paying tribute to an icon in black music an icon in gospel music um, and giving our flowers and and a a warm rest in peace to Duranis Pace, whose voice you just heard. Um, Like I said, one of the iconic Pace sisters who are a legendary staple in gospel music. Um, all them damn sisters can sing. Durandis mm-hmm. Pace had one of those voices that when you hear it, you cannot help but feel something. And she would literally sing to anyone that she saw. She had dealt with some major health struggles um, and overcame them. Lived for years, you know what I mean, beyond what doctors had anticipated for her. And so it's a great loss to the community and to hear um, to our friends on community because. We talked about that clip of her busting down that door singing uh, how she would be grateful on Thanksgiving with her family. We talked about that clip on this show many, many times. I always shared it every time I could on social media. I remember when she was on the Steve Harvey show, she was a guest on the Steve Harvey show. I remember when she told yes. Mr. Steve Harvey, he's a good man. He loved the Lord. Remember I remember that, that yes. clip on Twitter. Give you a helping hand. Wait, so, so she's a gospel singer? Oh, yeah, friend. She's one of the Pace sisters. She has like five, I believe there's five or six of them sisters, but they sing their behinds off. LaShawn Pace I didn't know. Is, a, is her very famous sister who's a gospel singer, and she is, is as well. The Pace sisters, legendary. Think like the Clark sisters. Mm-hmm. Hell, the Braxtons. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of sisters that can sing. They oh, were on I the Yonla no Fix idea. My Life, too. All mm-hmm. of them? 
Mm-hmm. The pay sisters. See, so. I thought it was just like a, a video that someone shot of like their grandmother. A random pay- mm-hmm. Yeah, like killing it, and it just went viral. Mm-hmm. I had no idea she was like a professional gospel singer. A oh, professional. Cool. You hear me? So well, rest, rest in peace, peace. Duranis Pace. You really moved me, and your your voice really uh, moved me to chorus. <laughs> it's in. She loved to sing. She would appreciate that. <laughs> We love you, Duranis. R.I.P. And with that being said, that's right. With that being said, we'll always be grateful for the opportunity Amen. to say, welcome to the friend zone. You're hey. weekly looking at all things mental health, mental hygiene, and mental tributes for Duranis Pace. Aww. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? None of us do. And Duranis didn't either. Rest in peace, baby. <laughs> um, hey, friend, how you doing? Hi, guys. You guys look so cheery today. Thank you, because we'll always be. <laughs> Me- meanwhile, since you was going to say grateful, Dustin, you over there looking G'd up, okay? Well, thank you. That's just a ring. It's just the ring light. I'm talking about <laughs> friend looking G'd up with the uh, the braids on there, okay? Oh, you see? You know, I figured I'd wash my hair for y'all today. <laughs> figured I'd take a little shower. <laughs> keep it clean. Keep it clean. Don't you, lo- you see my hoodie? Is What's his name? Dogface? Is that Jaden? Dogface. Uh you thought it was Jaden? Like Jaden I did. Smith? I thought it was Jaden. I did. No, it's the That's dog with the, face. With the cranberry. Remember that he went I see, viral? I couldn't, I couldn't really tell from that angle. I was just like, oh, is that Jaden? Because it looked kind of like him for a second. My bad. <laughs> I'm dead. It's only right. When he, when he skateboarded to that Fleetwood Mac song. <laughs> it's only right. It was so lit, though, when he had the actual members of Fleetwood Mac recreating yes. the video. I was like, the internet is just too cool it's, for me. Uh, Showing I out. Was, I was worried though when I seen them up on them scots said, Well, uh, uh, somebody going, what they gonna hold? Who gonna hold them up? <laughs> Who behind them? You know what I'm saying? We needed somebody on the skateboard behind just in case. So, yeah. So, do you guys have any announcements before we jump in? I, I ain't got not. no announcements. How about you, friend? You know what I did forget to mention? My Bloomscape campaign that happened while we were on break. Thank Come you. On. You know, I was low-key dreading having to take a picture because it's been a whole year. I haven't done my eyebrows. I haven't had a haircut. Just like riding a bike, though. I've been, good, <laughs> I've been okay? home all year. So I was like, man, I don't even know if I have the like proper energy for a campaign. So I hired my beautiful, talented little cousin, only 18 years old. She's an aspiring photographer. Mm. Shout out to you, my beauty. Her name is Hema Singh. And she... Come on, Hema. Hema. And I was like, would right, you like be willing to do my campaign? She freaked out and was like, uh, no. <laughs> she was like, are you kidding? I'm not taking your picture. What if you hate it? I was like, I won't hate it. We're going to keep taking the picture till it's right. Boom. First shot was the keeper. Posted it. Now she has her first official campaign. Hey, <laughs> Which made me so happy. You know what was so cute? I was like, well, I want to pay you. What's your rate? And she was like, I don't have a rate. I was like, well, you better make one up. (laughs) Yep, yep. That's so wonderful, friend. She didn't waste no time because that rate was kind (laughs) of (laughs) high. You was about to be all right now. (laughs) Okay. I was like, well, I asked. Good for her. No, good for her. I paid her. The shot was beautiful. Thank the shot you. Was beautiful. I yes. appreciated the plants. Those are all my babies, so it was cool to take a picture oh, with yeah. them. <laughs> okay. Um, but yes, please, if you haven't gone to my Instagram, it's Hey Friend Hey. I'm Hey Friend Hey across the board. 
um, just, you know, show it some love. That always helps us with our work. And I also tagged my little cousin. If you feel so inclined, show the young aspiring baby some love too, because, you know, out here we have to uh, support the kids that are out here trying to figure it out, especially in this pandemic. It's been tough for a lot of us. So imagine the teenagers that are just like not even trying to get out, trying to get something going, just trying to get something going and really, really can't in this climate. So I was happy to, to pass out the juice to my little cousin. So definitely show her some love if you're able. Um, And thank you. You hit up a little cousin. She ain't cheap. Okay. (laughs) That's another thing. I'm glad I paid her that because now that's her new rate. You know what I mean? Like no one will pay her below that. That's what it is. It's set. Good for her. Only if from there. Okay. (laughs) So definitely check that out if you can. Um, I think that's it. That's all that I had to remember to say to you guys. Asante, you said that you have a black business of the week for us. Yes, I do. I do. I have a very good friend down in Atlanta whose name is Jasper. And I would like to point everyone who's listening. uh, His Instagram is Stamped Marketing. It's S-T-A-M-P-E-D Marketing. Uh, Basically, what he does is creative business solutions. And he sent me something that all the listeners aren't going to be able to see, but I wanted to show you too visually. Um, So basically, he can create you a very nice landing page for your website and great marketing materials to go along with this website to, Mm. you know, basically land on all of your social media. So it's a nice all-inclusive service. So in a no-touch, mind you, he has not paid me to say any of this. He's like a really good friend of mine. He's really dope, and I actually really like this, so that's why I'm promoting it. he this marketing material you know now that we have covid and we're not you know trying to touch and we're trying to social distance imagine if you're still out somewhere and you still want to network with somebody he has these really cool uh devices and you can literally swipe them across your phone or somebody else's phone uh, it's still in the plastic because i'm ghetto and it'll like give them your contact <laughs> oh Hold i've on. seen that yeah so he it happens with the car man technology mm-hmm. today and then it happens with the bracelet too that's so cool. So somebody just slowly, oh, it went up the, it's over the top. You can't see it, but it's happening. Yeah. So yeah, that's dope though. I love that's this so bracelet cool. and I love this card. It feels like an actual Amex black card. So you feel really official and then you pull this out. So it's a great talking piece whenever you're talking to someone and you're networking with them. And I just think it's great for all the people out there listening that have businesses. And again, if you're following COVID pr- protocols and you don't want to touch nobody, or you did just previously peel out your hands and you don't want to spread that. it. Yeah, because you, you know do. how most people, when you are exchanging contacts, most people will hand you their phone so that you can put it in mm-hmm. yourself. So it's kind of cool to not mm-hmm. have to grab anybody's phone. Yep. You- Get your dirty ass hands off my phone. <laughs> Pull your card out. It finally happened. I'm so happy. Oh, so it also oh, gives a new so meaning cool. to the phrase don't make me pull your card right <laughs> you know and look oh he made us a page i should have showed y'all this i'm so sorry oh I didn't. stop and so, it oh, <gasps> and so it has links to all of our social media How there's cute. links to where our, everywhere we stream tell uh, our shoppers said, on there tell him i said thank you for using that cute picture of me <laughs> oh it's, a, it's it's not just a cute picture it's a it's like a little rotating photo set so it's oh my god like so some from our live this show so cool it's dope it's really really dope I, i'm telling Aww. y'all like jasper he's somebody i've known like since college and he's always been like a great personable person and he actually came to our live show in atlanta i totally forgot to say that we met him at the very very end so he's really really been right for me for years so shout out to jasper again you guys gotta go show him some love Thank if you're you, looking for some new yes. marketing materials check out stamped marketing uh that's S-T-A-M-P-E-D-M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G in case I sound country and you don't know if I'm saying stamped marketing. Check him out on Instagram and it'll take you to his website and you click at all of the services. And that is it for the black business of this week.
now we're no. going to move on to the recap. And I would like to cheek a little a bit by saying last week, you all had a lot to say. <laughs> and friend, <laughs> I'm trying to really like to, take to your you lead. specifically. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I was going to say, I'm on my B. I'm on my A some, someone. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I also wanted to say previously, since I was, you know, stealing from you, I wanted to say <laughs> you do this great job of teaching. And I love that because I want to say this when you were talking about your cousin, because you took a chance on me before when I said I was going to be a photographer and you oh, like took me and we traveled. We took those dope photos. Yes. And you just have this innate ability to like teach and lead and show and like empower others. And I just and I know this is probably water and territory. We've already marked plenty of time, but we're just going to continue to do so because you do it so well and you do it with such finesse Thank and with you. such ease. So I don't know if you needed to hear any of that, but I'm just glad to share this space with you. So I'm glad to say that. Oh my God, you're going to make me emotional. That's very kind. You know, I, I just, the do you yet. remember like being young and not necessarily having like mentors or access or yes. resources, you know, so now that we're in these positions, I feel so compelled because there's so much talent out there. So I appreciate that because I do remember that we flew out. Remember mm-hmm. we flew out the color I, run. Yeah, it was a, a campaign I had and I asked them if I can fly my photographer out. <laughs> <laughs> Mind Ooh. you, the photographer was Asante. <laughs> and do you know what I shot you with, actually? Mm-hmm. A Sony camera. Do you remember? <laughs> I, I, but the crazy, I, 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 and my hair, my hair was green because we yeah, had ran, chalk. we had like, they had thrown chalk in my hair for the run. and But I loved it. I was like, let's keep it, let's keep it. I'm gonna just keep it green. Everybody thought I dyed my hair and it just ended up being what I actually it ended up being one of my favorite shots. I used it as promo for a lot of projects beyond that. Stop. And, so you, dope. and um, I had a an article recently and I used it and it was so cool when they asked me, can you give us the photographer credits? And I was able to put yours so you have official <laughs> photography know. credit on Business Insider, which is so That's cool. Incredible. Wow. <laughs> that is incredible. It's so cool. Like, <laughs> that's cool for all of us so thank you for that because i Yo. actually forgot to tell you that <laughs> well thank you for that shit. <laughs> i love us all that of was us. amazing got the shot <laughs> all right so on last right, week's right. episode yes. titled denzel baby <laughs> that's who it was y'all already know who said it we don't have to tell you even if you didn't listen to the episode it was our first episode of the year so we eased in with a shoot the shit episode because there was a lot to cover and as always oh my God. man there was as always those of you listening had a lot to say so who stood out to you asante well, uh, down here in the emails, a lot of people had a lot to say. And since we talked about a lot of different things, I chose someone that was also being random, too. So I'd like to shout you out, Jasmine. The subject here is Mandela Effect. <laughs> Black, bring it all to me. That's This is why I grabbed my attention. You know, the wow. music man. I saw, I saw that and I read it. I was like, oh, I have to read this. So it says, <laughs> hey, guys, love the podcast. I know this is a seemingly random topic, but hoping that you can help prove that my fiance and I aren't crazy. The other day, I played Black's Bring It All To Me. You know the song that featured NSYNC's J.C. Chazé oh, singing? Oh, baby, bring it all to me. That I don't Man, need I no I remember Okay. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> so here. So, do you like my Tim, my bag and jeans, my thug pal? Anyway, well, my, well, both me and my fiancé vividly remember an alternative version with a black man singing these same lines. 
Then the JC version dropped a few months later. Once the song was once the song was becoming a big hit, he and I remembered, but none of our friends did, nor did Google. So we immediately remembered your episode on the Mandela effect, and think that maybe uh-huh. this is happening. This may be happening to, to us. Friend uh, Asante, the music man, ATL native, like the group, and Fran and Dustin help us, Jasmine. So I decided to, to offer this up in it? the beginning. I didn't find anything like I've been looking, but you know, that's the thing that happens because I can count several songs in Atlanta that like got big and they changed them like for the radio. Like, you know, artists got some, like even like them franchise boys, like, Oh, I think they like me. That shit. They went in and redid some parts of that. Like that happens, but I could not find like a demo version or like original singer of, I, I looked, I searched and I don't remember it. So I really couldn't help you there, but I did look and search. But what about y'all? Do y'all remember? I'm a, I don't, but I'll I'll see now that you told us. Maybe that'll be Dustin and I's homework, and we'll try to do our research. Yes, <laughs> I don't Friends remember somebody homework. else. Yeah, yeah, listeners too. Let's all try to crack the case. Yeah, I don't like, remember I was though, to think, like a man singing I don't, that. I don't remember who else it could have been, or like, and I don't have like any point of references from then either. Of like, oh man, well maybe this like writer or somebody could have like demoed it. So I was like, I don't even know like who to type in adjacent to look. <laughs> but we gonna I find think it. we need to get used to this uncertainty surrounding um projects related to members of the group black because i also believe that we're going to have that same takeaway on shamari's brief stint on the real housewives <laughs> of atlanta in season 11 i think that we're going to at some point in the future look back on yesteryear and we're going to say i think she was on wasn't one of them on um the housewives uh I could have sworn. I think we're going to have that same experience. So get used to it. Thank you. Not thank you. Fran, what did you find out there in those SoundCloud scrizzies? Well, if my iPad wants to turn on at any point. I don't okay. want to play. So Tori said, I am so glad that someone finally agrees with me about how J. Cole fucked up the come through and chill song with Miguel. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. <laughs> Straight shooters on SoundCloud streets. Miguel, wait, it gets better. Miguel was talking about pussy and this Negro start talking about protesting. Them two peas don't go together. Thank you. I don't know if you've ever been around after the protest, but I'm a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it goes there. <laughs> and speaking of it goes there, Dustin Ross, what'd you find on the Twitter street? <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about fucking after the protest some more. <laughs> no, never mind. No. no. I mean, if you've been yeah walking out, if you can think of any more cathartic of an experience after no. walking down the street yelling all day, <laughs> I believe, you know, laying down would come along. Only uh, Dustin. Appropriately. I mean. Anyway. So this week, I want to give, it's just one tweet, um, which is really a headline from a, an outlet which is famous for headlines. This tweet comes from none other than our friends over at Bossip. Shout out to oh Bossip. Oh my God, these headlines. Shout out to my girl, Danny Canada. Now, <laughs> the headline reads, okay, and I just, this, this, this touched me and I knew that this would be the perfect place to kind of break this down. So we're going to get into this tweet, okay? Mm-hmm. The headline reads, Snatch crackle pop <laughs> goop governor gwyneth paltrow's incendiary coochie candle spontaneously combusts inside uk woman's crib 
Yes, you read that white. Okay. Wow. I I, I need you to read it one more time because I don't know if I heard that right. I'll give it to you again. (laughs) Snatch, snatch, crackle, pop. Goop Governor Gwyneth Paltrow's incendiary coochie candle spontaneously combusts inside UK woman's crib. So Gwen Gwen Stefani. And she looked at me and said, holla back. No. So Gwyneth Paltrow released a line of scented candles, which we were made aware of a while ago, that were um, scented to smell like her vagina, quite literally. Okay. And according to the sun, a woman... Whatever her vagina smells like. Now I don't now see Like what like like all jokes aside, what does that candle smell like? In in Gwen Paltrow's case, I think sandalwood. (laughs) Sandalwood and um tobacco. You know how you seen them tobacco scented candles and like sandalwood, a woodsy tone, um, you know, something brassy. So anyway. So that's what Gwyneth Paltrow, I mean, if you really had to think about it, you got a coochie candle and you had to describe the tones, the scents, you know what I'm saying? I not, really think not, not brassy. It's, it, it's a brassy it's, tone. I had to and look then it Erica, up. Erica uh, Badu also released her pussy scented uh, incense that sells out Ooh. within seconds every time she puts that it on. That one smelled like the food is almost done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you go in the kitchen, damn, the food almost done. That's well, what Gwen smells like geranium, like. bergamot, and cedar. I told you woodsy tones, didn't <laughs> you I? Now, didn't it. I just say he, 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 woodsy tones? I can look at it and tell. I can look at it and go, <laughs> I can tell, okay? Now, according to the sun, a woman in the United Kingdom purchased one of Gwyneth's snatchy scones, <laughs> and she paid the price for that pussy. Now, this is according to Bossip.com. Their words, not mine. We have to the name this episode Snatchy Scones. What'd you call it? <laughs> yeah, Snatchy Scones. <laughs> according to the report, uh, the candle burst into flames and exploded violently into a vajayjay volley. 50-year-old Jody Thompson said that the candle exploded and emitted huge flames with bits flying everywhere. I've never seen anything like it. Well, I've never seen anything like a coochie candle in the first damn place, but okay. Um, the whole thing was ablaze and it was too hot to touch. There was an inferno in the room. It could have burned the place down. It was scary at the time, but funny looking back that Gwyneth's vagina candle exploded in my living room. So, I know we've heard uh, WAP. Okay, and I know we've heard another, a few other um, acronyms, but in this case, it should have been BOP for bomb-ass pussy, because if the candle blew up, you know what I'm saying, then the pussy had to be the bomb. That's what it is. So shout out to Gwyneth Paltrow and Bossa, because I never knew. Now, I would think, if you think about somebody who had a coochie-scented candle and the candle would blow up in your living room, you really wouldn't think about Gwen, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. You know, she seems a little bit more you know, vanilla scented, you know what I'm saying? Or something, you know, an easy burn, maybe a wood wick, something like that. But I don't know. A no. Black China. Yeah. Black China come out with one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my God. What about God. Tokyo Tony? Who Tokyo are you calling Tony. Tokyo Tony? Oh, Jade. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you call her. Because Tokyo Tony, they was, okay, so getting grown with our friends, Jade and uh, Kia. Oh, my God. They had a live makeup tutorial on Instagram. Um, on Instagram Which live. Was, so was, fun. was that last night? Yeah, that Super was last fun. night. It right? was. 
they so beautiful they was putting on makeup but some so you know they were having makeup talk i don't know shit about no makeup <laughs> i just know you know super sin is the bomb and the crayon case is the shit and you know that's what i know and so they started talking about magnetic eyelashes and i was like god damn that's got to be heavy that must be for people with stigmatism you know what i'm saying but apparently it's not and so i said well it must be thick ones like what tony otoni wears <laughs> Yo, we trolled them so hard last night. That shit was so fun. Mm-hmm. We kept messing them so up while fun. they were putting their makeup on. Um, With uh, Jade's Tokyo palette. Tony wouldn't have a uh, she wouldn't have a coochie candle though. She would have a coochie <laughs> car freshener. She might have one of them trees, them hanging trees from the mirrors that smell like Tokyo Tony pussy. Okay. <laughs> the it's fact- burgundy. It's burgundy in color. That's what color the air freshener is. It's wine. The fact okay. that Erica Badu, the fact the fact that Erica Badu's ass, because well, excuse me, the fact that this Erica Badu incense friend, because you you had me interested. The incense is fifty dollars and it does sell out. Damn, I hear but that. In this Rolling Stone article, it says as a part of the relaunch and releasing uh, Badu releasing her incense, she based the smell of her vagina, and she said. I took lots of pairs of my panties, cut them up into little pieces, and burned them. She's trolling. <laughs> she got me trolling. That was why I was doubled over a moment ago. <laughs> I had to share. I had to share. You know, so you so you know how on Instagram you can look up tags. So sometimes mm-hmm. like hashtags. So sometimes I'll randomly just look at the Hey Friend Hey tag. Um, because you guys will tag me to like a lot of cool stuff, travel stuff, skincare. Mm-hmm. So there was one where it was a, a like a tank top and it said gap and then underneath it said good ass pussy but it had hey friend hey in the caption <laughs> it was a girl and I wanted to be like what how I get in this <laughs> <laughs> now why am I in it now see how I get thrown anything <laughs> but imagine my surprise. <laughs> Yo, the caption doesn't say anything. It just says hashtag hey friend <laughs> with a bunch of exclamation points. Y'all, if you find it, do not harass this woman. I do not know who she is. Please don't. Please don't make she, fun she of was, her. She was trying to give you a compliment, friend. <laughs> I was going to say, she's trying to tell you something, friend. She was trying to give you a compliment, friend. I was just, I was like, her name isn't friend, so I didn't know if she just was like using the hashtag, but whatever it was. That was a, a, a jarring surprise on Instagram. Could you imagine? <laughs> Maybe she was one of them Instagram um, oracles. And she was trying to let you know she knew about your life. Okay. She was like, well, let me show you how I can tell you that I know I'm right about this. I Maybe that's dead. what it was, friend. <laughs> Are y'all ready to jump into this week's episode? Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For some reason, bidets get a lot of hate from the trolls. But for those of us with clean buttholes, they hate us because they ain't us. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Holy. Okay. The future of toileting has arrived. Okay. It's technically been around for centuries, but hideously expensive, costing thousands. Now, the brand new Hello Tushy 3.0 modern bidet attachment is here to level the playing field. It's stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and affordable. 
Hello Tushy 3.0 doesn't just cleanse your butt with a precise stream of fresh water. It cleans itself before and after it's used with the Smart Spray automatic self-cleaning nozzle. It attaches to your existing toilet, requires no electricity or additional plumbing, and cuts toilet paper use by 80%. That's 8-0. So the Hello Tushy bidet pays for itself in a few months. Because with Hello Tushy, you don't wipe at all. You just poop, spray, dry, and go. And sanitation is simple. The Schmutz Shield, what a name, offers easy cleaning. Knobs are naturally antimicrobial. Plus, every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and 12-month warranty. Already got a tush on your pot? Well, upgrade to the new one. The 3.0 model. If you're new to the revolution, join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. Y'all know we have been talking about Tushy for a while now. Actually, we talked about it before we got the ad, and it's why we got the ad. (laughs) So you know. Been clean. Been clean. So go to hellotushy.com slash friendzone and get 10% off plus free shipping. Make sure to go to hellotushy.com and not just tushy.com, hellotushy.com. Especially if you're at work, this is a special offer for our listeners. H-E-L-L-O, H-E-L-L-O, tushy, T-U-S-H-Y.com slash friendzone for 10% off. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips, so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. Eating healthier has never been easier with low-cal, carb-smart, vegetarian, and pescatarian options every week. And no matter what you choose, every single recipe is packed with fresh produce sourced directly from farmers. You'll also cut down on grocery bills and food waste. HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients so you're not overbuying, which is a burden on the planet and just your wallet as well. HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need with customizable orders every week. You can easily change your delivery days or food preferences and skip a week whenever you need to, which is what I've actually had to do. You know, (laughs) back in the day when the world was opened up and we could travel, I used to have to tell them, you know what? Send mine next week. And so I love that because it helped me to stay on track when I was spending time at home and have easy, quick options when it came time to prep a meal. Go to HelloFresh.com slash FriendZone10 and use code FriendZone10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash FriendZone10 and code FriendZone10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. Free shipping. Free shipping. Free shipping. <laughs> okay, so with the pandemic, people have been reflecting creating some you know reconfiguring things in their lives everything from who they're dating who their friends are y'all have seen the threads on twitter people are like in a reflective Mm -hmm. state trying to figure out Mm -hmm. if the jobs they've been working are the ones for them is this apartment enough for me because i'm here all day now can i work and live here Um, i had to cut my branches so my tree could grow (laughs) come on (laughs) 
Come on. Uh, people. And you post an Instagram picture, you looking down at your shoes. <laughs> I had to cut the branches so my tree could grow. Hashtag hey friend hey. So, <laughs> so people are rethinking the cities they're living in. I know you guys have mm-hmm. probably had a lot of people in your lives move either across the Thank country. <laughs> like we, we've had so many of our friends leave. A lot of our friends are still leaving. I've admitted that I'm going to leave at the end of the year as well, which is going to be, hey! I know I still haven't like fully accepted it, but I know that it's going to be good. Cause I just want to be closer to nature. Um, so everybody's just figuring things out. So it has not been surprising catching threads uh, pictures on different platforms of people's new lives. So there was what a happened, thread. Friend? <laughs> so there was a thread. Because <laughs> I feel like you're trying to, to guide us into something that's really fucked up. What you happened, already friend? know. So, <laughs> so I saw a thread. This is the sad part. I saw the thread on Twitter a couple of days ago. It was a young lady that I have seen before on Twitter. We've engaged many times. Um, she posted a thread of her new life in Bali. And it was beautiful. She lives in a tree house. But it's not like a tree house that you're thinking. It's like a luxury, like bungalow tree house. She says she pays $400 a month. Moved there with her girlfriend. She got an Airbnb. I was going to say, so not the Airbnb in Atlanta where Young Jack and them was at? (laughs) No, you didn't. Y'all, I'm telling you, beautiful. Like, it's not what you would think. Ain't no plumbing. If she up in the tree... It's like, $400 sound reasonable to me. You got to shit in a bucket. <laughs> so she's sharing this thread. She's breaking down exactly how she did it. Um, and then by the end of it, she plugs her ebook because she wants, you know, when you share things like that, everyone knows people are going to start asking you a ton of questions. So she figured she'd compile it. You could buy it. I think it was like $30, $30 ebook um, that basically broke down how you too can live in bali and she shared how she shared out yeah, she's trying to come up okay i smell a rat i get I'm it finish I, I smell a rat that's she, that's how you made that money on the road now then so just she, say that's what you're doing then don't be trying to sell me on a new life experience this would be like nah bitch i got a book and this is how it relates to my life but i'm here because i'm selling this book anyway right. but go ahead go ahead no go no ahead. no this is good this is good so in the thread, she she shared that she's from Los Angeles, and you know the rents are not cheap in Los Angeles. No, they're um, not. Lots of scammers out there. At all, say, homeless. Well, homelessness Lots is high. Of scammers out there. in L.A. So high, LA. y'all see when you go to Hollywood. I remember thinking Hollywood was a whole different thing than when I got yes. there. I was like, Whoa. okay, yes. Wow. I guess that's how people feel when they come to Times Square, though. So, um, <laughs> well, so she's talking about you know she used to pay like. I think she said, or $1,200, something in that range uh, to live in LA. And so to go from that and being like a struggling creative, she's a graphic design, to now thriving, thriving in this new country, which is what she was sharing. I live a luxury life now and would not have been able to do that in the States. We can relate to that. That's relatable. A lot Mm -hmm. of us are are just making it. Yes, she's yes. black. Her and oh, okay. her partner. And I don't know if I mentioned, it's a lesbian couple. It's her and her partner. They're young. They're both creatives. Um, and they and they also stated to everyone, you know, while you're figuring out COVID, this is a good place to come and it's LGBTQ uh, friendly. 
Oh, they're trying to get the club scene going out there, huh? Well, they're trying to get a force. They're trying to create a force. And they even she even posted a picture for those who may be concerned, like, oh, is there enough black people? She posted a picture of a huge black community that is <laughs> a huge black community that she's a part of, of expats, you know, people ha- who have moved from the States or from around the world and created a black renaissance in Bali. So I'm going to admit when I saw the thread, I, you know me, I'm also, yes, I've been talking about Bali for how long? I love Bali. Um, Outside of that, I'm just happy to see people moving out of the country. Y'all know my best friend, Maya, shameless Maya, Maya. made the move. Shout out to Maya. She made the move. Um, She's so happy. So happy. I have not seen her this happy. Um, She's feeling safe. She's like, you know, she can sustain herself because U.S. money goes a long way. (laughs) <laughs> everywhere else in the world okay so, thank god so she just feels like she can finally breathe so i get it i and it's something that i also wanted to do um i won't say the country because i'd rather mm-hmm. get there mm-hmm. first and then i'll you know let you guys know but it's a long-term plan it's not happening this year like i wanted it to country yes state <laughs> is one thing country uh-uh. i gotta have my passport to come see you friend hold you're up. gonna have to have your passport but this is I a long like game this is like a couple years from now I'm going to make a West Coast move first and then the the bigger move is is in a couple years. I wish y'all could see their faces. I love y'all. Y'all really my brothers. So, long story short, all of us were retweeting it at first. We coming back to this. We'll, <laughs> she going we'll, to we'll we'll keep telling the story about <laughs> these motherfuckers <laughs> and, in the treehouse. And throwing it in there. We'll Actually, be visiting. told us she going to the West Coast. We we're not done with here. This. It's a lot going <laughs> on done. right now. Not by a long shot. <laughs> you know, we're going through stuff. I love y'all. This really ain't nice. <laughs> Go ahead, friend. So I'll admit, when I saw the thread, it didn't have a lot of retweets. It was still fresh, a couple hours old. I loved it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I pressed like. I retweeted mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I retweeted it. I was like, this is lovely. I love black women showing a life of ease. Y'all know ease is my favorite word. They were they were getting massages and relaxing on hammocks and yes. laying out. And you saw the wind blowing the chiffon curtains in their treehouse. Question though. Question mm-hmm. though. Because it don't sound like a life of ease to me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you why. Now, don't treehouses have like them wood planks on the tree instead of like a staircase? Ain't it just like pieces of wood nailed into the tree that you got to climb up hand over foot to get in the tree house. You're thinking of the raggedy tree houses we saw in the movies. This is like luxury tree house. Basically so like imagine a, a, a bungalow being built around an actual tree. So it's not like up in the tree, but it's more so built around a tree. Oh, so they got bugs. <laughs> I mean, I would think. Probably, probably yeah. Um, so I thought it was beautiful. I saw most people uh, that retweeted it were like, man, so happy for y'all that y'all got free. You know, shit's rough out here. Blessings. <laughs> Be safe. We love y'all. Shout out black women. Ashe. Ashe. Thank you. <laughs> you, get, you get the vobs. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and the sad part is she was like, oh, I'm so happy to see that my thread is doing well. It's four in the morning here. I'm going to go to sleep. I will catch y'all with any questions you have in the morning. Famous last words. Famous last words. And then the Twitter turned. So somehow, because it went viral, y'all know how that goes. It goes to a lot of different communities. (laughs) 
<laughs> Does, like that Evelyn girl that's always fucking with people. Oh, and you know What's she that? jumped in. She I'm jumped sure in. she did. Uh, of course she did. <laughs> that jacket tied all up around underneath her titties and stomach like that. That quartz. What is it? What she got on? Stop Binding it. up her body like that. No, but Weird you know what I have to admit was fucking hilarious. And I'm only saying it because it's it if pertains to her specifically. So the Indonesian newspapers cussed her out? No, no, no. They quoted her. But you know <laughs> wait, listen, but you know how people have fake names on Twitter? <laughs> but they didn't realize it was fake. So they clo- they quoted uh, Twitter user <laughs> Claretta Divine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was so dead. I was like, this isn't an official newspaper. Oh, my God. Right. But anyway, so the young woman wakes up in the morning and things are not good. The Indonesian community is on her neck telling her, how dare you? How dare you promote, number one, how dare you tell you sickly ass Americans to come to Bali during a pandemic when we are Mm -hmm. trying to contain the shit ourselves within our own homes and communities. Y'all already know that the U.S. is getting barred from places because of how high your COVID rates are. That was problem number one. Second thing, <clears throat> they were asking about taxes. If y'all have been living here for a year, are you contributing taxes to our community so that we can sustain with your luxury treehouse? Mm. Unfortunately, they responded and said, why would we pay taxes in Indonesia? Oh, no. We pay taxes in the States already. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Now, this is the loophole that I have found troubling because when you are researching moving abroad and you go on YouTube, which is what I did, most of the YouTubers, mainly white ones, let me add, will tell you if you don't want to go through the whole process, because it's a lot, it's a lot of fucking paperwork, of having a residency, like a visa where the country is literally saying, you live here. You can do the loophole of getting the tourist visa, which is only 90 days in most countries. Uh huh. And then you have to leave and then come back. So what people tend to do is they'll go to the neighboring country, cross the border for like a couple minutes <laughs> and then come back. And now your 90 days are renewed. Mm-hmm. So that way you get to live there without having a residency And without having to give up your visa in the States, because most people don't want to do that. And then you don't have to pay taxes in the country. Right. Unless you tweet about it and tell the whole world because you don't know how to keep nothing good to yourself and you want attention. And so you share it with sharing everything, trying to put everybody on to what you're doing and thinking you got it all figured out. And now look where it got your ass. Tell them what else happened to them, friend. Instead of staying low and building. Dumb. The ebook got her ass because, and I feel bad because, like I said, I was very happy for her when I first read it. So that was my blind spot. <clears throat> I didn't think of those things. I just saw black women in ease in another country, and I was happy for them. Yeah. That's really all that matters yeah, to course, me. Of course, of course. Um, so then you I'm know, I'm talking shit, but I was happy for these sisters. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing: these women have been all over. They've been on TikTok, living their best life. They have been on Instagram. I've seen them 
be highlighted by those travel blogs like Travel Noir and a lot of mm-hmm. those travel uh, Instagrams that we follow. And and they've been fine. But you have to know the platforms that you share things on. And Twitter mm-hmm. is not anyone's yep. friend. No. Mm-mm. And it sounds like some scammer shit to me, honestly. I'm just going to tell you. I mean. They scamming I- that treehouse. <laughs> and then for them to get caught because you're showing off too much. What was that Nigerian scammer that um, he just got caught up? His name was like Babyface or Cotton Candy or something like that. He had like a, a weird name. And he, he, he had. What um, he literally was just, when I say as flashy as you could think, anything you could think of, God, I wish I could remember his name. I look but, him up. Um, yeah, baby face or something like that. But he literally was so flashy, and that's ultimately how he got caught up, posting <laughs> all up in Dubai, throwing money, cars, everything you can think of. And in this case, tree houses. <laughs> Luxury tree houses. Tree houses. Yeah. So I'm telling everybody. The Indonesian community gets in her ass, you know, the taxes. Let me make sure I'm covering all the points because I wanted to be fair and cover all sides. Um, they were angry Hush that puppy. They were, Sorry, friend. Hush puppy. That's his name. That was his name. Hush puppy. Well, yeah. he should have tried. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hush puppy. Hush puppy. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So it was the encouraging people to move, which understandable. Um, the tax evasion, which. I wonder if that would be considered tax evasion because there is that loophole. It's not like they technically did anything illegal, but I understand too that if you really do care about a community that you're living in, you would want to contribute. So I get how that is being perceived. Mm -hmm. Um, And then lastly, selling the ebook, you know, (laughs) making money when technically (laughs) When you're a tourist, you're not supposed to be working. Let's be real here. How many times have you traveled internationally for work and people tell you, do not tell customs that you're working? It's like the number one thing that people... I have heard that that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly, they Mm -hmm. say, you know, that's the number one thing people tell you. When you go through customs, do not tell them you're working. Say you're visiting a friend. It never fails. Mm -hmm. Everyone kind of knows that's how it goes. Allegedly. So I've heard. Allegedly. Um. So those are the the cons that people were throwing at them. You know, they ended up with a room on Clubhouse defending themselves. Which <laughs> oh, Lord. Of course. Attention. Oh, Lord. Attentionistas. That, tur- <laughs> that turned into a war between black women and Asian women, which was hard to swallow. Oh, because I'm no. like, wow. at the end of the day, we are all fighting <laughs> about a system that was created by white people. And wow. now there's all this infighting. So that really was... How did it become that, friend? Because the Indonesian community was trying to explain their their position. And then mm-hmm. black women, of course, we're going to defend ourselves. We're going to defend mm-hmm. each other. Even mm-hmm. if it's wrong, we're still like, mm-hmm. no, y'all not going to come at you know us crazy. So you know, there were a lot of black women who felt like we can't be gentrifiers. We don't have that kind of power. We don't create... We can't be racist. We can't create a system that oppresses Mm. because we don't have that ability. There's not a network where we'll stop you from, you know, uh, social mobility in any way. So, but then the, but the Asian community was, and let me remind you, this is on clubhouse. I'm not speaking. I'm not saying a blanket statement for the Asian community. I'm just sharing documented documented conversations. So the Asian community was like, but y'all are oppressive because you're coming with American dollars and when y'all move here claiming, oh, it's cheaper 
for us, that's not cheap to us. The girl was like, we can't even afford $400. We could, you know, some people make $30 a month. They would never be able to pay $400. And then y'all are boasting on Twitter, like, huh, I pay $400. Like, and then telling people, come, come, come. Y'all can all live like this. Displacing people in their own communities that, you know, you're taking up space and to make it worse, you're not even paying taxes. So not Either only you can afford the treehouse or you can't. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. But you I'm know, so, so not only are you taking up space, but you're not even contributing to the pot. How long were they there? Do you know off the top of your head? I, A year, I, right? How long were the women on Clubhouse or in Bali? No, just in Bali. <laughs> Over a year. And she claims that this was pre-COVID. She said that See, they, they didn't move because of COVID. They were already there. And because COVID started, they were like, fuck it. Let's just stay. So I'm going to do something maybe that's dumb here. But I'm going to try to remove COVID from the conversation. Just because mm-hmm. that's really my, that's really where I stop. Because <laughs> for me, it's like, you know, it's COVID and y'all are promoting travel. Like, what are you doing? So I'm going to try to remove that as I like talk through this next point. Mm-hmm. I, I really just wish that... <clears throat> And, and maybe this is just something that we all need to get in practice of, but like, and I think we all do a pretty good job of it. I wish that people, like, when they travel in general, they found ways of uh, not necessarily immersing themselves in the community, but like becoming familiar with the community before deciding, like, oh shit, we need to like build, like, I need to build my own community up here. Like, you know, here it's different here because there's so many like empty ass places because you know people were run out but then you know us as black people we can afford to go back now and and reclaim that shit but like to go to somewhere completely different it had been one thing to be like oh you know shit is only four hundred dollars here and we can you know get jobs here and help them with this infrastructure or and, and do this or like i just wish that there was a way even now like i wish that there was a way for them to be like you know y- y'all been here selling this ebook you know y- y'all need to promote if y'all gonna come here uh, these are the industries that we need help in to help us or, right. or something like that. I wish mm-hmm. that there was just a way for it to come to that and not this whole uh, us versus not what them. It is. Yes. I, I, I hate that so much. And she mentioned on Clubhouse in her defense that and I get this point, too, where she was saying they do a lot for the community. They've been sponsoring students that can't afford school. Um, they've been volunteering free labor to local businesses like restaurants stores um as their way of repaying the community for allowing them to thrive and so girl and them indonesian people ain't trying to hear that bullshit they don't give a damn about you sponsoring no goddamn student and going to work at a restaurant while busting suds at a restaurant and you talking about that's your way of giving back what are you talking about you think we give a fuck about what them people who built them condos where them families have been for generations you know what i'm saying in harlem and shit and in in, uh, brooklyn you know what i'm saying we think you could give a damn about them families sponsoring a damn child (laughs) no get your ass out the way and i hate to be like that but it makes perfect sense to me like i get it i get where both sides are coming from right because i'm cracking jokes about these girls but obviously they didn't go over there with bad intentions right you know what i'm saying i'm just making us laugh right but i get where both sides are coming from and it's it's just funny to me because they really feel like they're giving back by doing that shit. And I get it because, I and I get it because she was like, she says she considered uh, including all of the charitable things they've been doing. 
in the thread and the reason she didn't was because she didn't want to come off you know like pandering yeah. and i get that what? too you don't want to be that <laughs> yeah. like you know it's such a hard i like, hate when people to... do good things and then like post it on yeah. instagram yeah and they're like yeah. i'm such a good person look at me it's like if you really cool. feel that way you would do it without the the need for validation it would just come from the heart so i get what made her not include it and so she felt that not including it actually bit her in the ass but then dustin saying that you know busting tables at the mm. restaurant doesn't matter so i don't <laughs> think you would have been impressed either way Hell no nah. i'm gonna tell you where they <laughs> fucked up right mm-hmm. They should have played it like the corner of the Monopoly board and been <laughs> just visiting. That's all they had to do. Quit saying you moved somewhere. Obviously, y'all not finna, that y'all ain't gonna spend your sunset years over in Bali. You know what I'm saying? It's just some shit y'all doing right now. Right. So stop telling people you fucking moved over there. Just say you're on an extended visit. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. I'm not here to uproot anything that y'all got going on here i'm just like i said corner of the monopoly board just visiting that's all you got to say (laughs) so stop telling people you started over this wasn't a move right this is some shit y'all literally ended up just staying over there because the world went on pause so you know go on though go on so no no no. this is good this is good so the young women, you know, they're going back and forth. Days are passing. That's getting the crowd is getting angrier and angrier on Twitter. She had to delete the thread because she started getting death threats. Now she's locked out of Twitter. No, she's locked out of Instagram and literally only has Clubhouse because the traffic the was so strong towards her that they literally had to lock her accounts. So the Indonesian community reported the thread to immigration. Oh, they ain't playing. <laughs> immigration they said looked terms into it. And conditions. They looked okay. into it. They looked into their visas, found, you know, some issues, especially the whole thing of the ebook and and uh trying to tell convince Americans, sickly Americans to come to Bali. That apparently was where it crossed the line for them. And now the young ladies are being deported. They have a six-month ban. They cannot come to back to Bali for at least a minimum of six months. And they are currently in an Indonesian jail waiting, no, waiting to be. And mind you, I'm sharing articles that I saw. So this is also hearsay. But someone did share a clip from an Indonesian news channel showing the women being arrested and now they are on their way back to Los Angeles. And let's, regardless of how we feel about it, let's just pray that they're okay. Yeah. Because yeah. that Perfect is, safety, that's fucking scary. You do yeah, not want to be, deserves, you've seen those movies. Like you do I, not I want to be no in jail in another country. Yes. What was it called? Broke down palace. Broke down palace. Ooh, nightmare. So, Let's send prayers their way, despite like regardless of which yeah, side you're yeah, on, sure. that for they sure. make it back safely and, and no harm. Because, uh, you know, that's pretty scary. These are two young ladies at the end of the day. So that's where it I don't think ended. it was necessary for them to get arrested. When you said that, it made me bristle when you said they were arrested. I'm like, what? Right. If you wanted them to leave the country, just, you know, 
make that happen, but they right. don't need to be arrested and jailed. Right. For right. This. Now that's a that's too far. <clears throat> right. Yeah, that's a lot. And I was gonna say I um because I started I've been looking into this as you've been speaking because I tried to look before and it was nothing but YouTube videos and you know Indonesian. I was like I don't, I can't read this. So <laughs> right. uh, this story here actually was from September of last year and it's talking about how uh Bali uh deported. 66 foreigners from january to september what so they had been so them girls had been going like getting away with some stuff and i'm surprised they hadn't seen any news or anything about that because it said that they deported at least 66 foreign nationals over that last nine months hailing from bulgaria u.s uk china and russia so are they saying why oh you know they got a uh covid because of the covid19 situation so they they've been trying to make sure that people you know are up to standards because like you know it's not america so they really got to make sure that they people can survive and you know get the vaccine if they get in the vaccine and right they need to people be people might be over there dialing and using stuff like you know people so, get access to healthcare over there you know it's a lot of different situations that the ladies put people that you know are living there at risk from so i get that Bobby and that's said, a good point How about you get the fuck out <laughs> using it and that's a good point you bringing up the healthcare aspect because when you don't contribute uh via taxes and then you're using the resources that is a problem because you, then you're taking you know you're taking from someone else that could possibly well not if you sponsor a student <laughs> <laughs> so here so now that i laid it all out Here's my question to you. What the hell was they thinking? Do you think that this would have been different if she was white? Yes. But what well, they ain't really playing with them white girls either because you see that one girl was in that jail for violating them COVID um, restrictions. Where was she? She was in one of them Caribbean islands, I think. What? I missed that. Jail. I did yeah. see something about that. <laughs> Yeah, she was like, yeah, they have they really threw the book at her ass. Oh, and remember that, that girl that got arrested in Italy, too? Remember, she was like in that Italian jail for a long time. It was <gasps> a big thing. They was all on Oprah and stuff. No. Remember all that? The American girl? Mm. Well, they don't play oh, with the white girls. Oh, wait a minute. Over. But she killed you know somebody. Yeah, but they didn't play with her I ass. I mean, but that's, that's different. She, like, done, she done shot someone in the head. <laughs> I remember so, that. I saw the documentary. So I'm telling you, I definitely do absolutely think this would have been different if this was white, mm-hmm. if these are white people. Mm-hmm. But there also is uh, there's the chance that some of these people don't be giving a fuck about that white, um, you know, socioeconomic status shit. They don't give a damn. Just get the fuck out of our space. Right. Yeah. Some some foreign countries, you know, that's their POV when it comes to anybody um, that is not of the native land. So and that's I what the know. Indonesian community was like, like we are not anti-black, which I side-eyed, but I'll let them have it. They said that we're not anti-black and do not compare how Americans view race with how we view race because that's y'all's shit. Like, don't try to project that shit onto us. They said that if they had been white, they had been, you know how people love to be like, if they were blue... If they were green, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> it doesn't I see matter. White people getting deported in these pictures from Bali. So I mean, the fact that you shared that article kind of proves that. Um, but you know, they were there was a lot of anti-black. No, yeah, yeah, one hundred thousand black people. Period. No matter what, whether these people want to admit it or not, and it definitely would have been different if it was if this was white chicks <laughs> like the movie <laughs> they would not have been under there you know telling them to go back to africa no they were apes and all that yeah they're calling know. them all kinds of names so i did see a lot of that once again 
It's not a blanket let's statement. Not play that game. There are a couple people, but let's not act like anti blackness is not a global right. problem right. that suddenly it's like, we don't see it, I do see it. Right. So well, I, that's I, how, I see that's the probably problems. how they got to fighting in that clubhouse because they was on that bullshit. <laughs> well, that's right what there. it is. It fueled man, it. We're not going to play them games at all. And that's all, what a baby. lot of the black women in the house were, were held, holding them accountable. Like, okay, regardless, do not act like y'all not anti black. Like, we're not going right. to do that now. So. It's hard because there were so many valid points on both sides. Yeah, I want to see totally what the all black that. woman version of that room is like with just her and all the black women. Because I want to know what that conversation is going to be. <laughs> but so. Keep me posted, friend. Right. <laughs> we'll be monitoring this story. <laughs> but, you know, so then there's the LGBTQ because the, that position because it's a Muslim country. You know how many gay Muslims I know. <laughs> okay, wait. So, <laughs> baby, please. What I know, gay everything. Jehovah Witness, <laughs> Catholics, well, Baptists. Yes. I know a couple Buddhists that get it in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know all that. Please. Okay, wait. So, wait. You. Uh, so here's where you finna lose me though, because mm-hmm. like you want me to move somewhere now. You finna say they're homophobic. I, I'm so, well, let me let you finish. I don't know where you finna go. Hold well, on. that's what you know. They <laughs> in the thread she had stated that it was an lgbtq friendly country famous last word (laughs) (laughs) and where's all the people from the picture didn't you say she took a picture of all the nigger coalition where is they at while all this was going on well she is such a community she mentioned where's everybody that they had had a meeting once the thread took off and they were letting her know like we have your back don't worry you'll be fine girl and then got what deported so (laughs) So much of wrapping your arms around me in a sense of community. (laughs) So, you know, there's a lot. There's like those are the conversations that have come out of this, like the black aspect, the being women aspect, the LGBTQ. So this like triple minority. Um, Mm -hmm. And then and then the being dumb aspect and the selling aspect, like she's selling this uh, ebook. And telling and, and trying to teach people how to do what she did, which clearly, according to the Indonesian government, is illegal, <laughs> which is why she's being reported. Right. So are people getting so it's refunds? Like, Sorry. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming it's, it's they're like, putting that in for don't some know, refunds. If you don't know what the hell you doing yourself, stop trying to get everybody else on your train. You ain't on the wave. You ain't got That's it all the problem out. with ebooks though. People figure out a yeah. trick and then they like, I gotta make money. And, until you get what deported, <laughs> and don't have a sense of what community. Like the black community in Bali, please. So I'm where curious, how? Where do you guys? Where your ass was at when I was getting through out of Bali? Where you guys at when I have no body? That's where. That's what she need to be asking. <laughs> where your ass was at? <laughs> So when she was on the news and the the news what's what's the word I'm looking for the news, news anchor the news reporters news the journalists reporters. Mm-hmm. there we go they mm-hmm. were asking questions I think they were like outside of a courthouse and they all had you know were asking questions and they asked her why do you think this is happening and she said because of the LGBTQ aspect and so people were angry about that because they were like y'all are literally dodging accountability for the dumb shit you did. And now playing the LGBTQ card and the black card 
And then, you know, obviously people within those communities were like, okay, but let's not act like that didn't contribute. Because when you go on YouTube, you see all these little white girls living their best life and sharing the same exact tips in those eBooks. And the videos have millions of views and you don't see anyone in the comments calling them names, telling them, get out, go back to your country. Nobody's threatening to send the video to immigration. You know, so it's like, yes, they need to be accountable, but let's not act like we don't know why these two women in particular are being be made an example of. You literally took the words out of my mouth. Had to be made mm-hmm. an example of. So I'm curious where you guys stand now that you know <laughs> what has happened and the different positions that people are taking. Well, first of all, you should have got the treehouse with the staircase because then when nobody known what was going on <laughs> after after sundown, you know what I'm saying, in the treehouse. So that takes one thing off the list. Then, um, you know, no, but this is some straight up. It's some racist. It's, you know what? There's so many people at fault. Right. You know, when you, when you think about the consequence and what happened, there's a lot of people. I don't even want to say at fault, but there are a lot of... Um, people that were involved in in this you know contributing to that decision you know um in totality first of all close your mouth everybody's not an expert (laughs) the end that's it you got to shut up sometimes because you will literally talk yourself into a bad situation which is what unfortunately these young women have done i pray for their safety yes um i don't think that they belong in no indonesian jail that is extreme and, and ridiculous if that's true um yeah, if that's true, and and I I wish them well. If you said they're already on their way back to L.A., right? Where they right, asked apparently to stay, they're waiting on a flight back. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, get out, get out of Indonesia, and I hope you've learned your lesson from now on. You know, right. people, you need to be well researched. You need to be credentialed. You need to there. There are layers of a process in, involved when people have expertise in something in a subject. You didn't know what you were doing, and although you may have had intention, good intentions, you overshared and you overstepped. Mm-hmm. And you should have never been encouraging people to come into this space until you were very well aware and well versed of the community, <laughs> as you say you were, because obviously you weren't, and that's how this happened. So. Shut up sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And then and, and make it like I said, make like the corner of that Monopoly board and say you are just visiting. You ain't moved nowhere. Because as you can see, your ass on your way back home. Man, and somebody tweeted, eat, pray, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Damn. I thought that Thank was you. it. That was it. Eat, pray, shut up. That, well, don't, everything in your life don't have everybody. to be content. That's- we figured it out. We did it right. We got the right idea. We know what to do. <laughs> no, you don't. You got deported. Thank you. Asante, how you feel about it? I mean, Google's telling me that, <laughs> you know, most parts of Indonesia do not have a sodomy law and do not currently criminalize private non-commercial gay acts among consenting adults. Yet okay. Indonesian law does not protect the LGBT community against discrimination and hate crimes. So... Apparently they're friendly, but if something happens to you that you're not protected, it's just considered that's on you. So I don't believe that the girls should have been handled any other way than just. So if they just need to be deported, then they should have just been deported, or they should, you know, that I hope that they were just run, they were just deported, and everything was protocol. If anything happened in between that, I would not be surprised if maybe someone acting on their own, you know, has some sort of. Uh, hate for gay people or whatever but 
I don't see that Bali or let alone Indonesia is homophobic or, you know, that they don't accept gay people. I don't think it was a good move for these girls to do this ebook um, in the middle of the demic. And I just and that's really where I was kind of done at the beginning. But I really wanted to participate. And you just gave me so much <laughs> other things to be concerned with and worry about. But I really can't condone and it's not that I, I it's not that I can't condone traveling. I don't want to say that I can't condone them trying to come up and not really taking time to really get the lay of the land. Because the fact that I see like these news stories that have happened about people being deported while they was there, like one I, Google search. Just, one. The, there are just things here that, that tell me that they and they I just there's a lot of credibility holes here because like now even the fact that they're back and that they're trying to say that Bali uh, is they homophobic but y'all just gave the whole ebook there's just too many holes here so right. I don't really the E stands for lion oh and I so forgot I, to add they also had a con they created a consultation service no <laughs> no shut Where, it down now on on a, it's something called Calendly I don't I'm not familiar luckily with there's it. no LLC I guess because they didn't file that it's in Indonesia <laughs> So you could book a consultation with them and they would, I think it was like $50 an hour and they, (laughs) and you, (laughs) I really wish I could see their faces. Teach you how to get through on the damn street, through out on the goddamn street from where you at. And they'll walk you through. We'll teach you how to get kicked out of your country. The process of living abroad. And so that's (laughs) another business that I forgot to say is also a part of this scandal. Another business that that had no business existing. So, you know, this is very unfortunate. We've stated that many times. I just hope that I, I always hope for resolve, you know, because you, like you said earlier, these girls did not go over there with any bad intent. But I just know that this thing is not evolving in a good way. Like, so y'all went from TikTok where y'all was doing good. Then the conversation went sideways on Twitter. And now y'all on Clubhouse rambling all the bushes. Like, it's just not going anywhere good. So I just want them to, you know, there was a period in time, right, where celebrities or people just would spotlight on them when they would get in trouble. They would either do one of two things. They would ride the wave and, you know, be ridiculous until we forget about them. Or they would be quiet for a period of time <laughs> and then just come back out randomly, you know, cleaning the paint. So, ladies, I hope, or people, excuse me, I don't know, whoever, whenever you get back, get settled, reset, uh, you know, eat, pray, love. There was no social media involved in that movie. Stay away from social media. Y'all was banned from six months. Y'all should not try to go back. But if y'all do go back in six months, go back with a better plan if y'all actually do care, which I know that y'all don't. There's just too many hosts here that tell me that y'all don't. So I think it's too late to turn back now. I think now's the time to take it to social media. I think y'all need to start a brand new Instagram account called the Bali Broads. <laughs> <laughs> the Bali so Broads, you know what I'm saying? The Bali Broads, Bali Broads. Only you. You know, and y'all need to go to get you go to see Alonzo in Atlanta or go see Tokyo <laughs> Styles, Mia. What? You know what I'm saying? Get you some wigs done, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Go get you a BBL or whatever the fuck that surgery is called and do an Instagram thing the Bali broads y'all can host parties I think y'all need to dive head first you know what I'm saying I into this shit and just go and make it a thing now make it a brand now because yeah. you already didn't put yourself out there since you know since you got your fucking degree you know every damn thing since you know every goddamn thing y'all need to make it a brand now that's what I think run with it keep on keep going don't hurl don't don't cower back now Jeez, miss I know if miss ebooks you know what I'm saying get y'all ass out there be the Bali bro that's what I think need to happen. Oh my god! Okay, so for me, it brought up a couple of questions. Can black That's... people be gentrifiers? Yes. 
because you see the building I live in. Mm-hmm. I live in the gentrifier building on my block. <laughs> but you're not a gentrifier. But am I not? Because no. a house, I'm pretty sure several houses were knocked down for this building to exist. And me paying rent in it is not only keeping it afloat, but encouraging the white uh, developers to make more. Because if yeah, this does well, in the space. I'm black in the space, but I'm also contributing to You're keeping the spirit of greens going <laughs> and, and the spirit of music and, and, and shit going. You know what I'm and saying? And there's a part wow. of me where it's like at least, you know, because I had this conversation with the girls, Jade and Crystal, and I was like, are we gentrifiers? And it's like, well, at least it's us in here, you know, at least right. it's mm-hmm. us. But we can't overlook the fact that we are contributing to the problem and i thought about this in my last place because is that why you leaving well no i mean i'm probably gonna be a gentrifier anywhere i go that's the sad part (laughs) but it really opened my eyes in my last apartment because i remember my neighbor which was a little bit inappropriate of her but i get it she's an older woman they just be asking the questions straight out she asked me how much my rent was (laughs) one day in the elevator she was like i just i'm curious how much is your rent? And I told her how More much. More than a dollar. <laughs> and that's all you gotta say. Her eyes got so big, <laughs> and she was like, "Baby, they are jerking you." Her rent was like a third of mine, and wow. I understood that. First of all, she'd been there for like thirty years. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, in that moment, it really opened my eyes to me being what was part. Really going yeah, on. me yeah. being a part of the new guard that is changing the landscape of the building. Because after I moved in, slowly all those older people that lived on my floor were getting pushed out, and then it was like young white kids, young Asian kids, like tech people, you know, like all the young millennials. And mm-hmm. and before by the time I left, the whole building was practically white. Because y'all see mm-hmm. how Harlem has like completely mm-hmm. shifted at this point. So it really had me question. Bronx, you're next. Right. So what are they bro. trying to call Fordham? So bro, you said? <laughs> oh, yeah. South Bronx. Somebody was like, so, so bro. bro. Oh, like, my no. God. So, you know, it made me wonder, can black folks be gentrifiers once we are in a different tax bracket and still try to be a part of our neighborhoods are we contribute contributing to the gentrifying problem gentrification problem so that's one of the things that it kind of made me wonder about and those of you listening i would love to hear your opinions on that maybe you've been kind of feeling the same guilt um and not really knowing what to do because what does that mean for me am i gonna like move you're back you're damned if you do you're damned if you yeah. don't wherever you move if you say you did move back somewhere quote unquote you would be paying someone money to be facilitating conditions that could be better than they are for, right. for the people that live there and for, so and in, for, in that and, case and sacrificing like my capacity at that point it's yeah. almost like so that's the part where I'm like I don't know what's right in that conversation that's why it would have been so dope like, cause I, I don't know how to solve that. Right. But like, that's why it would have been so dope if like Bali would have been like a place where they were like, Hey, you know, they looking for niggas, you know, th- these niggas hiring right now. And you know, it's looking <laughs> real nice. You know, they just want help building this school or, right. I like you know, that point. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they'd be like, you know what? Y'all can have y'all whole little black section because, you know, <laughs> we love the fact that y'all helping us out and y'all ain't doing nothing to nobody. Like, I wish... Yeah, it, they could have been cool about that shit. Yeah, right. like, like to, if they were to, If someone was to be like, what's that black girl doing behind there? And they're like, oh, she's doing free labor and then maybe strike up something there. I think the problem is that they found out what them black girls were doing behind <laughs> there. <laughs> See, that's and, that se- and that was the second question. <laughs> I seen you with your nasty way. Remember on uh, the women of Brewster Place? I seen you. You left your you left your window open. The other night. <laughs> I'm gay, so I can crack that joke. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Actually, I'm gay and black, Twitter. so I can make fun of all of this shit. <laughs> Someone on Twitter was like, they could have been coochie bumping in the tree if they would have just shut their mouths. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. Okay. But so the second question, outside of can black people be gentrifiers, especially when you're from the hood? Because for me, it's like I came out the projects and, right. and, and happened to shift my financial situation and into a place where I could move out the projects and live somewhere else. But then like now I'm contributing. So it was like, it's just such a weird place for me because I don't know right. where I fit. Um, but I also know we are contributing. We have to be accountable. And so the second question that mm-hmm. came up for me was how do we move to these countries and do it the right way. Like, Asante, I think the position you took makes total sense. Like, if you're going to come, contribute to the landscape. Contribute to the well-being of the locals and follow the laws. I did go on the IRS website to see what our laws are as far as international travel and taxes. And it says, unless you renounce your American visa, you have to pay American taxes and you have to pay taxes in the other country if you're gonna if you're gonna do business. Yeah, there. like there's no way around it. You're gonna have to pay double the taxes. And which is why most people lie. Because that mm-hmm. that is overwhelming. Paying taxes in America is like the most stressful thing for me. Like I, I wanna cry every time because it's like so much money. <laughs> so the thought of having when I move to pay the tax of that country as well as this one, I can see why people look for loopholes, but it's not right. (laughs) You're going to stay here, but it's not right. And look at Maya when Maya's uh, visa expired. Where is she now in Mexico waiting? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's waiting. She left to honor that it's not ready. And now she's waiting for her residency to be approved. She's not over Law there taking advantage. Abiding. Exactly. Law abiding. We ain't seen one ebook link yet. <laughs> so, like I said, black you know people, I, I implore all of us to just become more knowledgeable in all of the ways in which we feel like we can. So that you know, I say that to say, don't do too much if you feel like you can't. But for those of us that are looking for other industry or other ways to empower, like it's important for us because we always talk about politics. But like for reasons like this, politics and government. Like you really want to be involved so you can understand how you can prosper here or how when you go other places, you can prosper. So black people, I implore all of us to, you know, when we go other places, I ain't saying, you know, go up and to the consulate every time. But 
it. <laughs> if you like, I'm talking to those that actually feel like, you know, I do want to move somewhere and I do want to start something and I do want to figure out how to actually be part of something new or create my own something. It's, it's a long road because we're a long ways away from being, you know, as healed as we want to be to fully do all the things that we want to do. But when we go to these other places, it's not so bad if she was making the ebook and she included like, I went and talked to a representative at the government and we did X, Y, and Z because I had and like, you know, give people the knowledge or the power to because, uh, you know, we always feel knowledgeable and powerful when we have all of the tools in our ninja toolbox. Right. So you don't want to walk in somewhere and just not know the landscape or you don't want to write a book rather and put that out like, you know, the landscape and you haven't even covered a tenth of it. And that's you basically what happened out. here. I just don't want that to happen to black people. And I feel like we all play our part somehow. So it's not going to be, you know, all right, I finally start making X amount of money. So now I just got to make sure the rest goes to my community. Like sometimes some people, we ain't going to be able to do that in this lifetime. And some people, they just gonna have to know, like I can teach and that's what I can do. Or I can, you know, go and be the best at this job. And that's what I can do. So like when you can afford to live in a place that's unfortunately gentrified, unfortunately, you know, that money does go back up to a white person. But friend, you do more outside of, you know, just living. Right. In a, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you do so much more and you give back in your work even out and outside of your work. So right. you're well-rounded in that aspect. So, cause I'd be having to tell <laughs> Thank Crystal you for too. calming my shame. I be, you know, cause I'd be having to tell Crystal too. Cause <laughs> I know how she really be sitting up at night and I hate to be putting her, her business out there, but I know. For, well, cause we go through it together. Like we, yeah. me and her have battled this. We have had this conversation about the life that we've created for ourselves. And that slight tinge, that little guilt not guilt but it's like survivor's remorse in a way you know honey i'm not even where y'all is right <laughs> but i see where y'all are and i feel like because y'all do so much for everybody else that's why y'all inspire me i've always been a person to want to do so much more for everybody else but i struggle with how i play my part in my position so it's great to watch y'all like actively not even passively it's like y'all actively seek ways to be of service to other people right. and so like for our community there's just so many people that struggle so much they don't even know how they can do that but in the littlest of way like even like yo like my ass going to my restaurant job and making people laugh like i was doing my part by making some <laughs> of those people say i got through this shift and i have a better mood now so now i'm not gonna be an asshole when i walk out these doors and i'm gonna get a better opportunity so i can leave that job and i'd be an asshole there and like i leave there well and now i'm gone for real i, I didn't quit that job because i did i felt like i did a great job while i was there working wise personal wise i did what i needed to do and i did I felt good about it. I feel good about it. Even though I left people behind, I hate it. I feel good about it. Right. So, and I feel good about this situation. And I don't feel good about these girls, though. So. Yeah, I mean, and and lastly, those are the two questions that came up for me. But one of the biggest points that came up for me was we are always under a magnifying glass. Like, remember when you're at work, if you're the black person at work, you do not get away with shit the way that your mm -hmm. white coworkers did. Y'all could do the same thing. And somehow you will be penalized for it. Y'all could do the same thing. So all these YouTube videos, that's why I think in a way, I'm not saying this is good that this happened because it's not. But we have to take the medicine <laughs> from the consequences so that everyone else can uh, integrate that into their information. It's like, okay, yeah. all those white people we're seeing on YouTube that are telling us how to do this do not listen to them because they live a different reality they just do and they they can do the loopholes you know they can do the sneaky shit they can drive to a border somewhere and come back but for us that's not going to be the same 
And I hate that that's the truth. <laughs> it, it is. But it is. And and we've experienced it. It's not a truth that you have to be told. It's a truth that I'm pretty sure you have felt. I'm not going to lie to you, friend. Mm-hmm. You pointed me back to one more thing, too. Yeah. That's just, that's just one more thing. That was just one more hole for me, right? Like, I typed in, like, Bally LGBT, and I didn't see no black people. So I was just like... <laughs> There ain't no reason for you to have, like, done this. Like, I, I don't know if you thought you were going to be the pioneer of this, but I don't even feel like she did enough research under the white channels to get away with this. Because, you know, anything on YouTube, you really have to take the learning with a grain of salt. Fran, you've been successful because you tried and true. Like, you you do your stuff before you actually... Like, those people, they really document as they go, and some of it, they just get away with it. Right. But, like, the things that you do are, are things that you, like, know full on. Like, you've read up on, you've practiced yourself time and yeah. time again. You, and because like, I want to make sure we're good and all, you know, like, yeah. that's always the priority. Like, is this information valid? <laughs> like... Because our reality looks very different. And I think if anything, that's what the bigger conversation is with this international travel. It's going to be different for us because anti-blackness mm-hmm. is global. Regardless of what a country says that they are, they aren't. We know the truth. We've experienced it. It might be varying degrees of it, <laughs> but right. it's it's there. And so mm-hmm. move wisely. Like we all said, this is a tricky conversation because there are point there are valid points on both sides. There's points yeah. and there's holes. <laughs> there's points and there's holes. There's points, all right, and those points are fingers aimed at the airport, telling them <laughs> to get their ass up out of Bali. That's what the points are. And then the one last closing note for mm-hmm. me: yeah, um, the determination to release an ebook I think was a bit ill-timed. Now you have the perfect opportunity to release an ebook, a fictionary. <laughs> you know, maybe a you can you can tell the event. You could turn this into a, a novel, a movie script, whatever. Like get your remember the um, what's the movie that came from the Twitter thread? T. S. Madison's in the movie. Which shout out to T.S. Madison. Um, she yes. just announced the T.S. Madison experience yes, on WeTV. Yes. Coming to WeTV this March. So, shout out to T.S. Madison. Well deserved and making boss ass history making moves in the <laughs> entertainment industry. But um, that movie, the Zola thread or whatever. Oh, Zola yeah, Mall. Yeah, yeah. Right. Girl, you got a perfect opportunity. While you want to make Twitter threads and ebooks, I mean, this is when it's time to release good point. that. Turn this shit into a story. Somebody and, and should buy get, the rights. I, well, Ava, yeah, where you at? Go ahead. <laughs> yep. And you better put me in the movie since it was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> and you believe in community. <laughs> so that, unless you guys have any other things you want to add, that's it for... Stay your ass out of Bobby. <laughs> Very is, fruitful. This was a good conversation. Thank you guys so much. It was. Sure was. Sure was. Sure was. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org.
Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today it went a little long so i'm going to skip my wellness segment because it's been (gasps) it's been enough of me talking let's let's jump into this week's music man segment and let us know what we're jumping into this week asante Loki, I feel like that was enough of me talking because there was some parts (laughs) of that you had me riled up on i was like (laughs) i just i couldn't the math the math anyway uh all you people out there listening i hope you have been listening to some good music i on the other hand have been trying to catch up on some things that i've been missing last year so i've been listening to like a lot of artists that i might have not been able to talk about so i want to actually start with you two i'm going to talk a little bit to give you times to uh, get some of your music together but um yeah i i I listened to a lot of music from last year and i wanted to talk about those artists after I talk about oh actually uh, some of them for a couple years but I have to, I, I like sitting on certain songs just to see how good they still sound later and they still sound really good so friend I would like to start with you because I really want to know what you've been over there listening to hmm <laughs> you're okay. like I don't know where to begin right you you you, you g'd up with the the uh, braids so I, I wonder how, what you're gonna give us this week actually a lot of you put me on to this artist and it was so many people that sent in my way that I, I don't want to give any one person the credit, but a lot of people on Twitter and DMs. And I love that because y'all were like, we, we, we think, and this has been over time. This isn't just like it happened all one day, but I kept seeing this artist's name. I was like, okay, let me listen. Her name is Madison Ryan Ward. Are you guys familiar? Mm-hmm. No. Um, And the song, oops, I started playing it accidentally. It's called Broken, but it's spelled B-R-K-N. She has one of the most beautiful voices I have heard in a long time. So I was very excited. Thank you guys when you send me those gems because I always feel like, who is this? And I like went to her Instagram and started obsessing for like a week straight. So Madison Ryan Ward and it's Broken and this is how it goes. argue I don't want to fight I just want to know where you went when you left me that night I don't want to be here lying on the floor picking up the pieces you left when you walked out that door I don't know why, but it's still open You left me tired and lonely And I can't believe I'm still waiting around I don't want to cry, but you know me so well I just want to hold back Tears they keep 
I didn't want to press stop. <laughs> wow. I, she sounds so much like me. <laughs> Her tone. <laughs> Is that not a vocalist? Incredible. Love. Incredible. Girl, that's a discovery. You just broke an artist. That's what I'm saying. A lot of like, people have not heard of her when yet. I, it was that feeling when you, like, I could imagine you. the first time you heard Mariah, like, ever in your life, or Whitney, like, that type mm. of impact that, yes. or Jasmine, Fantasia. Carisha. <laughs> Carisha. Why? Oh, my God. Speaking of, y'all already know what I'm about to be sad about. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I know. I know. No. Okay, we'll leave it alone. Got to be more more careful. I'm praying for you. You know I love you, Roland Ray. Me too. I'm so sorry. Praying for you. (laughs) What else you been listening to, Fran? So. (laughs) You (laughs) left me. You sound just like her. Just like her. Um. I can show you hi. Now, I don't know how to pronounce the name of this artist. I don't know if it's Youf, Oof. It's U-F-F-E. How do you think that's pronounced? Oofe? Oof? Oof? Youf. Youfie. Youfie. Oh, God, I don't know. But it's a a song called I Can Show You Hi, and it's such a vibe. This is how it goes. crib and Box. probably yeah you know just trying to have that like ambient sound it's just cool yeah. that one i loved um my friend tori put it in a playlist and i was like oh what is this song and i loved oh. it had to save it <laughs> so those are my two uh those are my two picks for this week all right dustin ross what you got for us what you been over there letting that too first up we have No One by Sukiyana. Oh! <laughs> and I'll be there to fill your every need. No one's gonna love you the way I do. Nobody. I can love you better. No one's gonna love you the way I do. Short skirts, thank walking 
down the strip with a big Chanel purse. Saw you from a distance, I proceeded to flirt. Then you slid up on me, top down in your work. He said, little baby, what's happening? Mouth full of ghosts, big chain, money flashing. Spoke with a slang like a country type accent. He said, what's your name, depending on who's asking? He said, I'm the nigga you've been dreaming about. The one you hate the love, but can't be without. I'm a kid, money nigga, but from average. And watching that ass, it almost caused an accident. We laugh for shit. He said, you the center of attention. If I don't get your number, I'll be all in all right. I love it. I love the video. I've never heard her no. music. I need to check it out. I've seen yeah, the video. Yeah, no by Sukiyana. <laughs> I, I really uh I really like her and that song just really I like the SOS band, the song that they sampled. So anyway, that's my song. Another song that's my song. This is a, a bit different for me, but this song is called Head and Heart by Joel Corey. <laughs> Oh my God, oh my God, when I see you, I shoot it right. But I'm frozen in motion, and my head tells me to stop. Tells me to stop. Feel things, feel things, I feel about us. Try to fight it, but it's never enough. My heart is hurting, it's more than a crush. Cause I'm frozen in motion, and my head tells me to stop. But my heart goes Hey, I've been hanging out in different spaces. That's a vibe. In different space. <laughs> in different space. That's to me about the G Lounge. But no, let me tell you about them kind of songs. Like that genre of music, they, they trick you because the beat is so distracting sometimes and the beat is so infectious that you forget that them motherfuckers be singing. singing yeah. Like those vocals are so strong on those songs. And so I just, I love that. Um, That's like, the um, last song. what's that mm-hmm. song that we loved? Um, that Sam Smith sang and it was like a, you know what I'm talking about. With Disclosure? Yes, boom. Yes, Like that yep, type yep. of vibe where it's like a party song, but they was going in on that record. One of my favorite records, by the way. Well, I'm about he to play it. another song like that. This wasn't on the list originally, but whatever. I'm about to play it. Um, this song, it, it again, is in that same vein. Whatever, just listen. It's called <laughs> I Wanna Know featuring Daya by R.L. Grime. And I love this song. And it's another vocal. Just listen. That's the kind of shit you play after you get hella good news and you just spin oh and you just God. spin around your living room happy as fuck. 
that's that. Oh my god, it's dopamine okay, so, music. <laughs> last last song, last song. Okay, it's bringing it back more to my wheelhouse. This is <laughs> "Stay Down" by Lil Durk, Black, and Young Thug. Okay, this is my new shit. It's called "Stay Down." I love this song. Bitches who don't rock with us, only fast size shit ain't no thighs with us. Chanel round shades like binoculars. Diamond nose green, they think pop with us. I give you every penny like Oscar. We gon' smoke a pound of runs at the Oscars. She fucked on the hooper and the boxer. Came to my crib in his boxers. Knowing me, I'm from the block, I still fucked her. I came from her chicken to eating lobsters. Spanish bitch say glassy Before I eat, I say my fossey I need a spider jacket, wear stuff. Out the car, no photos, baby. Fuck around with you, I've been throwed off lately. Her shit through the grapevine. You want time, I'ma take mine. Gucci belt for her waistline. Say you down, gotta stay down. Otherwise, I'ma make shit, right? Hell yeah. Amen. <laughs> shit, right? Stay down, Lil Dirk, Black with the number six attached, and Young Thug. Amen. Oh, you know who we forgot to mention? Asante Dexter. I was waiting for you too, but I didn't think you was going to do it. So I was going to do it for you. Okay. I'm going to let you do it then. <laughs> well, I was going to actually do a different kind of lead in, but this is where we're going to lead. <laughs> so a friend the other day decided to hop into my mentions on the Twitter streets yes. and put me on <laughs> to some good, some fly music because she just know what I like. Actually, I'm. <laughs> I'm going to go to the Instagram and play the clip, actually. And then I'm going to just shout some music out. It's going to be a whole little amen corner right quick. Yes. Because it's not many times, like, lately, I feel like, where I've gotten on social media and I've been able to, like, just see some talent or some singing outside of, like, the avenues. Like, you know, normally you just scroll and you find something and be like, ooh, this is hot. Yeah. So to be tagged in it was, like, even more so. It just felt all the more personal. So... For those of you that want to know who we're talking about before I start talking, if you point yourselves to Instagram at Dexter OJ, Dexter OJ, uh, there's this song here, Favorite Things. Uh, it's a Jay Dilla production here. And I'm just going to play this little snippet here first. And then we'll have a And his full name discussion. is Dexter Jordan. Dexter in Jordan. In case anybody wants to look him up on Spotify, because he does have some songs, a couple projects, EPs. You can check him out in his full range. But yes, Asante, this is the clip that's the magic. Yes, this is favorite things. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Fry a cup of kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper bag I just tied up with strings. These are your my favorite things. Dustin Ross. 
first of all, like another Lord, North Carolina man. I was like, what is in the it's water? It's a vibe. What's it's a vibe in North Carolina. It's a vibe. It's literally a vibe in North Carolina. Um, Y'all got it. Dexter, uh, that was like one of the, like, I don't know what it was, but I had to sit there and I watched it over and over again for me because I was like, Two this right here. I like, <laughs> like, because you know when you just hear things and it just keeps the song interesting, mm-hmm. it just kept like, it was beautiful. So, Fran, thank you for sharing that with me. And Dexter, thank you for sharing the gifts. Um, again, Fran says, if you go onto the social medias, Dexter Jordan is what you will find, is what you will search to find the artist. And there is tons of music here. Dexterity is the latest release. There is eight eight songs here. What? I'm telling you. Right? That's what I'm like saying. He got, he, got, he got stuff out. And um, he actually has a show. Um, I'm on his IG he has a concert. So if you're in North Carolina, it's at the Neighborhood Theater. I mean, obviously, Neighborhood Theater is small. So don't think that this is like, you know, a concert with a bunch of people. I'm sure they'll have COVID precautions. And I also understand right, if course. you're not trying to listen to live music, I get it. But I do see that he's headlining um, in February. It doesn't say the date exactly. But if you go to his Instagram, I'm sure that he'll update you. It's Dexter. OJ, that's D E X T E R O J. It's his most recent post. It was cool because, like, that was his first time seeing his name up. So that was like, I, I was like, I love that. I know he must be feeling high because then we shouted him out. So it was just having a good week. Everybody deserves that type of love. So Dexter Jordan, check him out. Go ahead, Asante. Well, no, Dexter Jordan with a voice like that. I hope you have a great week. Please. Okay. <laughs> um, since we are in North Carolina, I would like to also point you a t- to a talent. Uh, this talent is my homie. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I, shout her, shout her out before. Uh, Ivy Soul is actually who I want to shout out. All right. I, Ivy Soul is, Ivy Soul is someone that I've uh, talked about before. But I was saying I listened to some music that I didn't get a chance to listen to last year. Ivy Soul put out a ton of music last year. She put out visuals. She just did the whole shebang. So <laughs> Ivy Soul, or if you're friends with Ivy Soul, whoever. Tell Ivy so that I'm talking about her ass right now. Um, put out a bomb visual to a song called Southpaw, but I would like to point your attention to a track called Kismet. Okay? Ooh. Uh, and it's Ivy Soul featuring Loji. I assume that's how you pronounce the name. It is L O J I I for those of you that want to look that up alongside Ivy Soul. Again, the song is called Kismet. Within a given context, at a certain time in history, in a certain country, at a certain time in its history. And back to the very crucial time in its history. Me and mine got no debt to our name. We align, place the bet to the flame. Like if the fire come, we gon' sing till the E brings the burn. No such thing as a rest you can earn. There ain't no such thing. No compensation to replace a body breathing. Not a currency alive or dead to substitute the feeling of a day well spent. Or an unkempt love. Every month no rent. And no push come shove I want to shake beneath the covers Shape shift into a bevy of light I want to sink into a heavy delight And fuck whoever I please Come twice and smoke a gallon of tree I want forever with you weak in the knees Every day I'm getting closer to my last breath Well, I love that Song of the year <laughs> I identify I'm telling you I be so that's North Carolina too. I'm just saying, I don't know what it is. What is in the water? Because there's literally more artists from North Carolina we could talk about. Yes, we can. But like yes, there are. <laughs> but 
I would like to go on ahead <laughs> and wrap that up. Uh, again, that was Ivy So. <laughs> I, uh, again, that was Ivy. So si, please check her out. Si se puede. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can. Woo! Um, yes. Um, anyway, yes. Well, he must that have was... felt me. Look, he just texted. <laughs> well, see, well, see, well, Ivy. See. So uh, that was the goal. That does it for Woo. the Music Man segment. Uh, <laughs> Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today and uh, now i want to point your attention over to the tv land dustin ross what have you been watching first of all i want to (laughs) open things up (laughs) (laughs) y'all got me rolling i would like to open things up a little bit differently this week um this has been a week of 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 homage here on the friend zone we opened it up paying tribute to duranis pace and so in the name of legendary television moments i want to pay homage to the jerry springer show with a little clip um from a moment that i think qualified as one of the greatest television on screen performances dramatic performances i've ever seen in my life i'm going to play the audio of it i'm sure you'll be moved to chorus as well as i was this is vintage jerry springer audio check it out what? Are you kidding me? She's a kid, bro. You're 22. You've been with me. We've been together for this entire time. But we had a point where we were on and off. There, that, that was because of you. Because you wanted to dump me to go be with some other girl. Every time, I didn't do nothing but love you and cherish every moment with you, even the ones we didn't even do nothing but sit and talk. The little things matter. They matter. Just to look at you matters, bro. Just to smell you when I get a chance, bro. Give you a hug. When I hug you, there's nothing else there. I feel like I'm floating, okay? Yo. I can't believe you Yo. Because I said we're celebrating excellence in television in TV land. Okay. Let me anchor it with something like that. Now that to Ooh. me, that's one of the best dramatic performances I've seen that song, in quite some though. time. Is that the video, XXX? I feel like I swear that's his song. His sad song. Somebody's little emo ass uh, put that that music behind it. I'm telling you, but it was perfectly paired um, with that performance. So, shout out to the Jerry Springer show. Um, Also, I want to give just a little bit of time to a brand new show that premiered this week on the OWN Network. We got another one, y'all. First of all, shout out to Carlos King, um, one of the legendary producers of reality television responsible for some of the great moments like season six of uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta and season nine as well when um, Phaedra's wall came tumbling down. (laughs) Carlos King was at the helm of that season as well. 
Uh, but he has a brand new project over on OWN. You know he's had um, insane success on OWN already with Love and Marriage Huntsville, his series that chronicles yes. the lives of those three couples, which is also about to return mm. um, for the rest of the season uh, in the next couple of weeks here. When so can, when can Dustin get an after show? I've been talking to, I've told you need Carlos to host a reunion. that we need to do a this. Reunion, host a reunion, after show. Something. After show or reunion, I'm so down. Carlos King, from our lips to your ears and your pen. Let's make this happen. <laughs> um, but seriously, because you guys know I love those shows. You'd be um, perfect. I'm telling you, and I tweeted him that actually the other day, and he was like, yes. So we'll see what happens. But everybody tweet Carlos King and tell him What's that his you want to see. Do you yep, know? It's at Let's, Carlos King. Because we about to really do this. L-O-S-K-I-N-G. Let me give you the exact at. Please. I just have to look him up. Because Going see, to his mentions this week. This is how this <laughs> ecosystem happens. Yes, it so is. So Carlos King's at on Twitter is at the Carlos King underscore. T-H-E-C-A-R-L-O-S-K-I-N-G underscore. So it's at the Carlos King underscore. Tweet him. Tweet Carlos King. Tweet, tweet him. Carlos. And tell him that I want to host the reunion for Love and Marriage Huntsville and or Bell Collective, which is the new show that I am uh getting ready to tell you guys a little bit more about. And Ooh. I want an after show for it. Would love and to tell and tell Carlos King that Dustin would be perfect for it. He would be perfect. Please do and tell own to tag own. Tag own. Well. The own network. On Thank y'all so much. You know it don't take much for me. I'm happy. <laughs> Friends on listeners, you're a good man. He love the Lord. Shout out to Darianis Pace. But anyway, um, so Bell Collective, right? I'm not going to take too much time because obviously this episode is as long as a heel. But I know that's uh, why I was but, but, like, let right. me sacrifice my segment. I'm not even going to go into lots of detail. Just know it chronicles the lives of a group, a collective of Southern Bells, powerful business women, entrepreneurs. One's a dentist. Um, one has a very successful career in broadcasting. One has a um, very successful career in health and human services. One other one has a, an extremely successful hair company that is literally in vending machines all throughout this mall network all over the country. Like crazy success. And they're all located in Jackson, Mississippi. Mm. So it's all, yeah, it's all Southern. There's, there's a huge... Um, resurgence of uh, young professionals that are living in Jackson, Mississippi, trying to rebuild certain areas that once were like a thriving marketplace for black businesses and black retailers. Um, so it's a lot going on down there. And of course, there's a little bit of drama and conflict because that's always fun to watch uh, and pick sides on. So watch Bell Collective on OWN. The first episode just aired. It is completely available in full on YouTube. So you can go on YouTube right now, look up Bell, B-E-L-L-E, Collective, and you'll see it. Great story about a great group of African-American women in Jackson, Mississippi, believe it or not. You ain't seen the show from Jackson, Mississippi yet. Carlos is on the wave. So shout out to Carlos and watch Bell Collective on OWN. Also, really quick before we go, Real Housewives of Atlanta was good this week. I don't give a damn what nobody says. I know that next week the group scene starts where all the drama starts and we get into that portion, but I have enjoyed these past few episodes that focused on the ladies individually and their family lives because we got certain gems like this real quick one I want to bring up and then we can get on out of here because y'all ain't going <laughs> to kick me out like Bally did the Bally Broads. <laughs> but... When they, Cynthia had a scene, first of all, Cynthia, shout out to Cynthia. I love Cynthia dearly. Y'all know that um, Cynthia Bailey on Housewives of Atlanta, but her family scenes this week were hilarious. Her daughter, Noelle, taking the selfies in the car and being completely self-absorbed in that moment was hilarious. But she must and be so is, big now. 
She's beautiful, living a, um, in L.A. on her own. She's a what? really successful online influencer. I hear that. And beautiful. I'm going to send you her Instagram. It's I mean, like, come on. Her mom is Cynthia Bailey. Her dad is Leon. Leon. Like, yes. <laughs> favorite, so, favorite, fair. She was checking Cynthia on the episode this week. <laughs> and then um, they all were, the funniest scene, they all were going for a family dinner um, at Cynthia's mom's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, Lord. And Mallory had eaten the food before they got there because Cynthia and Noel was late. What? So when they got there, Mallory wasn't really saying too much. <laughs> and Cynthia opened the lids on the pot. She was like, where the pot chops? <laughs> I was waiting on these pork chops. And Mary was like, I had one pork chop. She's like, and, and a half. And then when Cynthia opened the yams, the yams was like half gone. Cynthia was like, Mallory. And she was like, I was hungry and I ate some yams. She's like, and y'all was a little late and I, I, ate, I was hungry. It was so So that's why funny. you tweeted that. Yes, I'm telling you. <laughs> I just saw a random tweet from Dustin talking about now y'all know Mallory ate that food. <laughs> I know what he was talking about. I know who was Mallory. <laughs> I'm telling you, it had me rolling. And if you see this uh, clip from this scene, you're gonna love it. Also, I know we put the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City down number one because we just got so distracted with the ways, but we got oh, weary yeah. with the ways of the world. And number two, they all have um most of them have proven to lean towards a conservative POV. Uh-oh. I saw a couple of likes on pictures Uh-oh. that didn't sit too well with me um, with Whitney <laughs> Rose the one who I like the most I seen her liking uh-huh. a picture of some trollop in a MAGA hat <laughs> and so I just yeah you know so yeah. whatever but whatever them cold uh, ladies but anyway <laughs> them cold um, ladies. Their, their reunion is coming up so and the, I just saw some of their looks from the reunion yeah so they just filmed it like Fast. last week which means we'll see Good. it in about two or three weeks so be on the lookout for that and that's all I got to say hey do you, you guys know? have anything you want to say before we get out of here nope I sure don't oh you know what else shout out to Ace Candy's son Aww. Ace Wells Tucker he did a confessional with Candy this, on this week's episode Aww. and it was the cutest thing he had a little suit on oh my and God. then on the episode <laughs> He was sad because Riley, Candace, Candy's oldest daughter, was going away to New York to she's attending NYU right now. Go ahead, Riley. Pre-law. But um, she, wow. Ace was crying because uh, he was like, I don't want Riley to leave. Oh, my and God. And then they were like, why don't you want her to leave? He was like, I need to go with her and I need to help her <gasps> because she she doesn't like to clean up because she doesn't like to get that stuff on her hands. and <laughs> She doesn't have gloves. <laughs> no. I want to make sure she has gloves. It was the cutest thing I have ever seen. So shout out to Ace. Oh, how old is he? Ace is like four, four or five. Uh, My heart. Four or five now. He's four or five now. That's my favorite age. Four is like, they're just so cute at that age. You know what? Shout out to my baby. Uh, my best friend's daughter, which I say is my niece because I don't have siblings, uh, Zainab. Y'all have seen her, my little yes. that she had the head wrap and calls it the thiefy yes. friend. <laughs> yes. First of all, she, she can't baby. say friend, y'all. She calls me friend. <laughs> she be like titi friend are you coming to san francisco <laughs> it was her fourth birthday this weekend oh happy birthday baby happy my birthday. favorite age they're just so funny at that age so much person like their personality kind of starts coming out a yep. lot more their yep. boundaries yep. like it's just cool yep. to watch yep. they're such little people they're little her little ways, her little outfits that she chooses. Just so cool yeah. watching them grow up. I love you, Zainab. You know you're my 
my daughter, you're my child. When we're on the street, people <laughs> congratulate me saying my daughter's beautiful. <laughs> Even when her mom's holding her hand. So we know the she truth. She does wow. look like she could be your She's daughter. She's mine. Friend, literally. It's just like. that my best friend had her. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but happy I love birthday, you. Happy girl. birthday. And that's it. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you guys. That's it from us as always. Happy birthday, Estelle, too. Shout out to Estelle. Oh, happy birthday, Estelle. So many Capricorns. All these right? bomb cats. I don't know it was season. Aaliyah's Mary birthday. Mary J. Blige. Sade. Happy 50th to Mary J. Blige. MJB, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yep. Capricorns Aaliyah. and music. Y'all got it. Mm-hmm. We love Mary you J. so Blige. much. Mary, it's like one more Mary J. Blige. <laughs> Mary J. Blige. LeBron James. Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. LeBron James. We love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Uh-oh, Asante. This is the part where you get attacked. You know. Is he going to say it this week? It's be- y'all don't want it retired. <laughs> so, for all of you out there listening, Uh-oh. stay black and protect your magic. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free. Shopify.com slash podcast free. <laughs> 